Welcome to Spirit School. My name is Danielle Sarank, also known as the Squamish Medium. I am the host of your Spirit School, where I will share all the lessons and learnings that I have uncovered through my intuitive development and mediumship development journey. I am a professional psychic and medium, an intuitive teacher and mentor, and I look forward to walking alongside you on this journey. Hello everyone and welcome back to Spirit School. This is your special additional episode of the week because it's a new moon week. So every month around the new moon you're going to get likely three episodes in a week because I not only do my regular weekly episode but I also do the monthly um, feels of the month that I'm getting downloaded as well as the new moon. So this is your new moon episode and we're talking about the new moon in Taurus and I'm talking about the energy and the ritual that I received um, to do for myself which I share with you all in case you want to do it too. So the new moon in Taurus goes exact on Saturday May 4th at 3 45 p.m pacific standard time. The earthy sign of Taurus is a great time to reconcile any negative mindsets about your finances, abundance, and any money hang-ups that you carry with you. With that of unwavering faith that not only do you deserve and are worthy of all the financial abundance, but that you have everything you need within you to make it happen. Recalibrating your money mindset with that of how you feel about money in this new Taurus is optimal. With Grandmother Moon being the ruler of our emotions, it's important to go deeper with your financial mindset to not just what you think, but more importantly about how you feel about it all. It's also a good time to check if all this financial confusion or doubt or rumination going on in your internal dialogue are actually your true core beliefs, or if those are the beliefs that you carry on behalf of your partners and parents or ancestors. If you're unsure, I recommend adding a little prayer under this new moon energy to the likes of, thank you, Grandmother Moon, in your darkest time for relieving me of my self-limiting, doubting, or negative biases around money and abundance that is not mine to carry. This is not my lifetime to suffer, and I need only to carry what is truly mine. And so it is. There is also that age-old belief that those who are spiritual service are not to be compensated financially for their services. In fact, that would be against spirituality in itself. I call bullshit on this. This is something that I've heard time and time again, even when I was just starting out with my mediumship development journey. You should never charge for these services. Your gifts will be stripped away. Fear, 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 and hogwash. If you look at the history of oracles and lightworkers, there has been an energy exchange of some kind. It just so happens that the currency of the past was food and candles and firewood and other, and other life-saving needs of the society of the day. And it happens that nowadays our worldly needs cost money. Therefore, the energy exchange now is typically cash. Though I won't lie, I have done a reading for a jar of salmon before. <laughs> and that's a true story. I did a group reading for one of my friends. And... Um, I didn't know what to charge, so I said I'll just accept a donation, and they brought me jars of salmon, (laughs) and I loved it, and I ate them, and they were wonderful, and it was a perfect exchange for me back then. The truth is it's okay to earn money and to be fairly compensated for any gifts and work you bring into this world, whether you're in a corporate world or doing a corporate job or you're a light worker offering readings and healings. So if you are a light worker reading this, I give you full permission and trust me, you do not need my permission to release any old philosophies and belief systems around spiritual work and being financially compensated within this new moon energy. 
So once you create your wish list, this new moon, there are a few actionable items that you can do in the waxing moon phase to put your intentions into actions around finances. Now, Taurus energy, there's a lot to it, but I decided what happens is when I tune into the energy of the month and it's usually around that zodiac sign, something sticks out to me in a sore thumb and I completely trust that that spirit's way of saying, this is what you need to focus on, this is what's going to help the collective. So that's to come this... Um, energy vibration that I'm feeling this month is very much around like finances and getting it all straight. So some of the things that you can do in the waxing time, which is more of the actionary time leading into the full moon, is you could create a monthly budget and stick to it. Create a list of personalized money mindset mantras and affirmations. Create a list of your old beliefs and a list of your new refreshed beliefs. Commit to ending emotional spending. Try a consumption-free week. Only purchase what you need and not what you want. Maybe try reading an inspiring book. One of the biggest life-changing books I've ever read was Kate Flanders' The Year of Less. Self-worth and loving yourself authentically also comes up with this new moon energy. But this earthly Taurus energy is also a great time to preserve through self-care. Taurus rules the physical senses, making it a wonderful time to get a massage, reflexology, or anything that tends to our physical body. It's also an optimal time to take a good look at our own personal values and reassess, even write them down to get clear on them. Are you unsure of what your personal values might be? I'll give you a hint. They lie on the other side of your triggers. That's what I did when I was like, I don't know what my values are. I've never thought about that. And so I decided to look at all my triggers. What triggered me? It was being disappointed. If I disappoint someone or somebody disappointed me, therefore, my one of my values is dependability. So just look at what comes up as a trigger in your life and your, your value sits on the other side of that. Taurus, the bull, is also considered to be stubborn. So there, so are there any areas in your life where you're inflexible? Try to create intentions around this, such as, I wish for flexibility around the outcome of, understanding that the more I surrender and am flexible, the more I allow the true beauty to unfold. Also look at your patience levels. Taurus energy is very patient, but can teeter on the laziness territory. So do a self-assessment in the area of your life, of business, and see if there's any situations that you seem oddly patient around. Check in that you're not actually being an inactive participant in your life. On the flip side of this, if you find yourself to be go, 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 go all the time, it's a great time to call in Grandmother Moon and Taurus energy to slow you down a bit and bring in some of that lazy. Taurus moon energy is also a good time to call into balance reliability, trustworthiness, dependability, and steadfastness. Setting intentions on these themes can help relationships all around you. So here's where I get down to wishing in the new moon energy. So create a list of 5 to 10 wishes and or intentions in this new moon in Taurus using the themes provided or just check into what your soul's calling for it for you. It's most potent to put pen to paper and a journal that you can reflect upon later to see how your manifestations have come a reality. It's really great practice to have a new moon journal specifically to go back to the moon of six months ago and see all that has been co-created. And using language and wording such as I wish, I intend, or I am, these are powerful ways to phrase your wishes and intentions. Lastly, write out three things you're grateful for at the bottom of your list. 
adding even further high vibrational frequencies into the work you just did. Okay, so now it's time for the anchoring ritual. This month, I encourage you to create an altar within a few days of creating your new moon and Taurus wish list. Creating an altar is a way to make the new moon work even more sacred, calling in the energies of your heart's desires in a visual and tangible way. If you're more organized, to all my Virgo sisters out there, you may plan enough ahead to create your altar on the new moon with your intention setting. Either way, it's just as potent. I have two altars in my house. One is dedicated to Grandmother Moon completely, and it resides in the center of my home. And the other is my nightstand table. And I often change that up and I update it depending on what I'm wanting to call in. So here's some ideas for your new moon and Taurus altar. Financial abundance crystals such as pyrite or citrine or ruby. Essential oils for self-worth and abundance such as bergamot, frankincense and orange. Objects with de deities around financial abundance. Lucky cat, Lakshmi or Venus. Tarot and oracle and angel cards related to what you're wanting to attract this month. Anointed candles infused with the energy of what you're calling forth. Or photos and mementos that remind you of times of abundance. Ensure that you spend a bit of time each day tending to your altar. Making sure it's tidy, connecting with it from your heart center. And even reading out your affirmations and mantras around it to infuse it further with your energy. Allow this anchoring ritual of creating and tending to your altar to add potency to all you wish to manifest in this new moon in Taurus. And so it is. I would love to see any altars that you create. And if you're still like, oh, it's an altar, you can definitely go Pinterest one um, and just check them out. There's no right or wrong way to really do an altar. You can put as little or as many things as you want in it, but it is a really good way. It's almost like a vision board, but it's alive. <laughs> it's like 3D. It's just sitting there next to you. Um, I love having an altar, my moon altar in the middle of my home. I'm constantly tidying. I put a different card on my altar every single day. Um, it's just completely dedicated to my relationship with grandmother moon because it's one of um, the most spiritually important relationships that I've had in the past couple of years, which is why I'm so heavily focused on the moon energy. Um, I'm a, definitely an astrology enthusiast, but I'm not an astrologer. Um, you know, I didn't even hear the term moonology until I was well into my, my moon obsession, but, um, adding something like that reminds me of my passion. It shows my devotion to grandmother moon. And therefore I feel like I receive her whispers, which is what I turn into these blogs and these podcast episodes. So I truly hope that you enjoy them. I hope that they resonate with you. Um, I would love to see the altars that you end up creating. So definitely hashtag me at Squamish Medium. Um, on Instagram. So use hashtag Squamish Medium or just tag me at Squamish Medium. I will share them and I'd love to see them. And I hope everyone gets everything that they intend to manifest on this new moon and Taurus energy. Thanks guys.